Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, it's it's not officially over, even though we've written this team off how many times? I mean, how many times have we written this team off over the last, oh, I don't know, five months, to be honest with you, if you've watched them play. But they hit a low point, and they out of nowhere win three consecutive games against the Giants, and they do so with the long ball and really good pitching, to be honest with you, the last couple of days. Some laughers here against the Giants. Padres win on Sunday 4-0. They win the series from San Francisco. Now, that's the good news. Padres have won three straight. They'll try to make it four straight for a first time all year. You've heard me say that before. When they play the Phillies tomorrow, the bad news is this. Well, actually, there's more good news. They gained three games in the wild card standings in three days. The bad news is they're five and a half games out, and they have to pass four teams in front of them to make the postseason. And fan graphs at this hour gives the Padres a 1.7% chance of making the postseason. They're going to have to have a near flawless finish in the last 24 games of the season, something like 20 and four. That's to get to 85 wins, something like 20 and four to finish. I don't know if that'll even be enough, to be honest. 20 does not guarantee the Padres to the postseason. I think it puts them in a spot where they could absolutely be in. 19, I mean, you're at a point where that's more unlikely than likely would be my guess, 84 wins. And then you'd be looking at tiebreakers as well. You're talking about a 20 and four finish for a team that's still eight games under 500. Is that realistic? According to Fangraphs, no. They got a 1.7% or 1.6% chance of making the postseason. But let's just see what happens. I mean, just keep winning. Maybe this is the stretch where the Padres can rattle off five consecutive wins, which now would just be winning the first two games of this Philly series or, you know, nine of 10. I mean, if not now, then. Never, essentially. So we'll see if it continues or not. This is the wrap-up show with John Schaefer. Jim is in Philadelphia celebrating his engagement for like the 80th consecutive time um, with you here tonight. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. You can smash the like button for me. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Really do appreciate the Super Chats. Great way to support this channel. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. I will get to every single super chat here tonight. It is a great way to support our work. You can become a member as well by clicking join down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges. So this kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest, right? Lifeless four days ago in game one of the series where the Giants were almost quoted as saying like, it almost felt as if the Padres kind of quit on that game. Padres were at a low point, essentially mathematically eliminated four days ago, and then they picked themselves up off the mat. And Juan Soto homers in three consecutive games. We kind of predicted this. Like when the Padres were 
at a low point, this is when they'd actually kind of show up. Almost like when they were completely out of it, they play to their capabilities. And unfortunately, is this going to be too little too late? There's a very distinct possibility it is going to be too little too late. With all that being said, I think you take what we're seeing. Seth Lugo, um, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, three hits today. I'm talking to you, Chad, who comes into the chat every single day afterwards and comments how you're such a genius because you knew Manny Machado was going to be like the worst player ever. You know everything, Chad. All-knowing Chad, you got it. Other than today, where Manny Machado has three hits in a Padres 4 nothing win, although Chad's not going to care about that. I can promise you that. All right, so Padres over the Giants 4 nothing. A lot to like over the last three days, but the only question now is can they continue to do this? And when you get down to the nitty-gritty here and you look at the math, the Padres have to pass Cincinnati, San Francisco, Miami, and Arizona. Barring a complete and utter collapse of the Phillies or Cubs, I'm talking about a team going like, you know, five and 20 down the stretch, one of those two teams or something like that, you know, seven and 18 down the stretch, barring something like that, the Padres have to pass the Diamondbacks, Marlins, Giants, and Reds to make the postseason. All of those teams, all four of them are five and one half games ahead of the San Diego Padres. All right, Carlos, good to have you in the chat, man. It's great to have you here. Carlos is a loyal viewer, passionate Padres fan as well, and he's getting us started here tonight with the first Super. He says, season's over, but if they get two or three games back, then I'll be excited. It feels like they accepted their fate and are playing loose like they should have all season. I feel the same way, Carlos. I feel the exact same way. It's almost like when all hope was lost, when the determination on the season was made, when their direction right when their fate was sealed is when they're like, you know what? Let's just play loose. Let's see what happens. And now again, it's, it hasn't been a long period of time. It's one series against one team that they won three out of four against, but three consecutive games. And and I'm with you, Carlos. I mean, if you could get the thing down to three, which again means making up two and a half games on all of those teams, Diamondbacks, Marlins, Giants, Reds. If you can make up two and a half games or more over the next 10, then you have 14 to play, and you just got to sprint home. You just got to sprint home, and who knows? Have crazier things happened in the course of baseball history? Yeah, probably. Probably they have. What makes this a tall hurdle or you know a tough putt is that it's so many teams. If it was one team, it's doable. One, any one team could collapse. If the Padres were five and a half games behind one team, well, okay, well, in your final 24, I mean, shoot, you could go 14 and 10, and they could go 7 and 17. I mean, teams play like that, or you could go 18 and 6, and someone else goes, you know, 12 and 12, or whatever the math would support. The problem with this is you're susceptible to any team playing well. If any of those four teams, for example, closes 15 and 9, it's not even like the greatest record, well, then you're going to have to go 20 and 4 or 21 and 3. So that's the problem. Now, Will Arizona, Miami, San Francisco, or Cincinnati close 15 and nine? Maybe they won't. I don't know what the schedules look like. I don't know if they play each other. I don't know if it's likely or unlikely. Um, I think it's probably likely one of those teams goes something like 14 and 10. It's not that good of a record, (laughs) to be honest with you. When you're striving to make the postseason, will one team play half decent baseball for a month? Probably. Could more than one team play half decent baseball? Yeah, absolutely. Could all four play 500 baseball? I guess maybe, and if that happens, then you know maybe you don't need 20 wins. Maybe you get in with 18 or 19 wins in your last 24 games. But again, we're talking about some real work from a team that just has not done that all year. 
And still, the, the uh, schedule ahead is not easy here for the Padres. It does loosen up in a week or so. But when you look at the Padres' schedule coming up, again, this Philly series, and then the Padres on Friday are in Houston. And then after the Houston series, they're at Dodger Stadium. So it's like if you can somehow navigate, what is that? Is that it's either nine games or 10 games, whatever it is. You guys might have it in front of you. I mean, those nine games, I mean, to have a shot in the final 15 games, I think seven and two or better is what you got to go against the Phillies, Dodgers, and Astros. Who disagrees? I don't think six and three is enough trying to make up games on everyone. I think you go seven or two, seven and two or better. Make up a couple of games on everyone potentially if you get lucky. Nobody plays better than five and four, other than you at seven and two. All of a sudden you're three and a half back. Again, you take your chances considering where they were literally three days ago when they were eight and a half games out of a playoff spot. So again, mathematically speaking, not easy. Are we encouraged based on what we saw this weekend against the Giants? Yeah, Giants have a lot to play for, and the Padres just beat them three consecutive days, and they made it look relatively easy over the course of this weekend. Early runs, good starting pitching, um, good bullpen usage, good work. Josh Hader pitching a 4 nothing game here today um, with a scoreless ninth inning. Seth Lugo, really good. Uh, Blake Snell lowering his ERA to 2.5, right in contention right now for that National League Cy Young. Yeah, you have Rich Hill tomorrow. Yeah, you have Pedro Avila in game two. Um, and yes, the Phillies have played really well in the second half, including winning three out of four from the Padres uh, right out of the All-Star break. But, you know, Philadelphia's in a pretty good spot right now. They're five and a half games up on the final playoff spot in the National League. They're 75 and 61. They've played really well. Since the break, they can kind of cruise right now to a playoff spot. So we'll see what happens this week out here at um, at Petco Park. It'll be interesting, but I mean, there, there's just no margin. There's just no margin. They cannot lose a series from here on out, San Diego, and even winning every single series from here on out, if not sweeping some series, will not guarantee really the Padres anything at 65 and 73, 24 games to play for the Padres, who won three straight again against the Giants. Now, you look at the finish. The finish is Oakland, Colorado, St. Louis, San Francisco, and the White Sox. That's the good news. The bad news is we know they've got one of the worst records in baseball against sub-500 teams. I want to say either the third or fourth worst record in baseball against teams that are under 500. Um, So, you know, that's the bad. But the good is if you can get to those 15 and you know you're better than than those teams, then – At least it's a possibility. If you get to those 15 and you're something like three games out, and even if you're, you know, trying to pass multiple teams and you're three games out, it's not impossible. It's just unlikely. And it has to start now. I'd say that the Phillies, Astros, Dodgers series are just as important, if not more so, than those final 15. Because if you go five and four here, you're cooked because you're still going to be five and a half out or worse. Right, be somebody's going to go five and four or better in front of you. So if you go five and four here, you basically have to go like 15 and 0, 14 and 1 down the stretch. That's why you got to go seven and two here to give yourself a chance to close something like 12 and three. That's how I would look at it. And again, are we getting ahead of ourselves? Yeah, probably. This is a team that's 65 and 73 that has real injuries right now. No Darvish, no Musgrove, no Cronenworth, no Suarez on suspension. Right. So, I mean, is it realistic for this team to play their best? Baseball in the history of the franchise in the final three and a half weeks of the season. Better than the alternative of them literally being eliminated. Their elimination number 
if you if you're playing at home is 19. What does that mean? Any combination of Padres losses or wins by any team in front of them that possesses the final wild card spot will lower the elimination number. The issue with that is if any of Arizona, Miami, San Francisco, or Cincinnati wins their next game, for example, that number that's 19 goes down to 18. Anytime the Padres lose from here on out, one comes off that number. Now, 19 is still you know a hefty number, but the issue is there's so many teams in front of you, it's easy for that number to be whittled away based on not what you're doing, but what teams in front of you are doing if they're winning down the stretch. But we'll see. I mean, you look at Miami's won four straight, but San Francisco just lost three here. Diamondbacks have lost their last two. Reds lost today. You know, you're, you're, you know are you going to be caught from behind by a team like Washington or the Mets or the Pirates? Probably not. They've created a game or two of separation there. So, again, if you're going to play good baseball, you can separate from the teams behind you. The question is, can you catch the teams in front of you. Richard, thank you. He always says Dodger fan here. Thank you for the super. Guys, if you are here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. You can smash the like button for me. I appreciate that. Do appreciate the supers as well. You can click the dollar sign below the chat box like Richard just did. We do appreciate the supers. We will get to every single one of them. If you want to control the direction of the show here tonight, just click that dollar sign below the chat box. Richard says Dodger fan here. The chances are slim and none. And slim just went skydiving without a parachute. But at the very least, make it fun and play competitive. Padre fan is owed that. Uh, you know, it's interesting, Richard. It's probably a decent way to look at it. I mean, based on the way this team has played this year, this would take something completely unforeseen, completely outside the norm, and something that's probably a stretch. Not probably. It is a stretch for the Padres to go, you know, even 19 and 5, 18 and 6 down the stretch, I mean, it's going to take their best baseball of the year and really their best baseball in a regular season since the start of 2022, maybe, where I don't even know if they went 18 and six over any 24 game period, but there was a 40 game period to start the year where they played really well. I don't know what the number was, but you know, 27 and 13 stretch, 26 and 14 type stretch. So it's going to take really incredible baseball. You'd like to think that they do have pieces for that to theoretically occur in some perfect world but again when you take the step back and say musgrove darvish suarez cronoworth it's a heavy lift you're going to need machado to do what he's done here you're going to need soto to do what he's done here right i mean you're going to need guys to really carry you're going to need some of these players to carry multiple home run games um you know stretches of time where you hit 500 over a 10 game stretch if you're a Tatis or a Soto or a Machado or a Bogarts Bogarts by the way homering today as well Garrett Cooper um this weekend right yesterday hit a three run home run I think I have that right so again it's not impossible but Fangraphs gives it a 1.6 or 1.7% chance of occurring so what is that a 1 in 75 chance something like that one in 75 but again you can't really overly concern yourself with that i mean the padres did this to themselves by falling 11 games under 500 and basically putting themselves fully on life support now they're not you know yet gone and but they might be putting it off i mean they might be getting to a point where if they can put together one more series like the one they just had against the giants dare we ask for that i know we've asked before dare we ask for a four game winning streaker you know, I mean, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but if you're going to dream, you have to dream big. So let me just put it out there in the ether. They sweep the Phillies. 
with Rich Hill and Pedro Avila pitching two of those games and Taiwan Walker, who's 14 and five and who Zach Wheeler, whoever the hell's throwing for the Phillies that they're throwing good starting pitching. And they've been very good in the second half of the year, but just let's speak it into existence for a sec. The, um, the Padres, you know, win the next three games against the Phillies pick up a game on all four of those teams in front of them, right? As in they're, they're four and a half out at that point, because someone goes two and one, you go three and oh, who knows what the other teams do. Um, you know, four and a half out with 21 to play, right? You can, again, you, you can start to navigate a world in which it's at least the, the, the percentages are going to jump up from 1% to 5%. And then from 5% to 10%, you get my point. Is it ever going to be likely? No, not until literally the final day of the regular season when you've pulled off this Houdini act to go, you know, 18 and six down the stretch and everyone in front of you struggles or you go 20 and four and you catch people or you, you get my point. You get my point. Um, but Rich brings up a really good point. Jim leaves the state. Padres don't lose. They haven't lost in September. Jim went to Philadelphia. He should probably stay there. Who, who's with Jim staying in Philadelphia? Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat if you want Jim to stay in Philadelphia and never come back. Just kidding. We want him to come back. But um, facts are facts. Facts are facts. What's Jim going to say when he gets back like Wednesday or Thursday and the Padres have won five or six consecutive games? At that point, we don't want him on the show. And I don't think we want him on the radio if they've won five or six in a row and pulling within three and a half, four and a half games of a playoff spot. <laughs> it's great. People say, yeah, stay away. Stay in Philly. Thank you, Stephen. Even though I love Jim, kind of. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it's it's just funny over 162 where your mind can take you. The, the facts are the facts. And I, that's where I started the show. It's like, obviously, too little too late is how it feels. And it's going to take something that the Padres literally maybe have never done. Someone would have to look it up. Like, have they ever had a 27-game stretch, if you include these last three? And let's say you you put them 18-6 and six over the last 24. That's 21-6. and six. Hard to imagine they've ever played better than that over a 27-game stretch. So you're asking for the best 27-game stretch in franchise history right now. That's asking a lot. Let's be honest. Especially with this team. It's not like this is the 98 Padres. This is a below average team that we've talked about all the issues with all season long. So is this going to be the time that they go 21 and six over their final 27 games? And by the way, will that even be enough? We can't guarantee that that'll be enough. So that's where you have to be obviously skeptical. Are they going to be able to do that? But with that being said, it's not over until it's over. It's not over until it's over. Now you lose tomorrow. We have the same conversations. You lose Tuesday, we have the same conversations. But we we said they'd win four in a row at some point, didn't we? When they were basically eliminated. Well, they were basically eliminated three days ago when they fell 11 games under 500. And maybe that's what they needed to pick themselves up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say it, at the very least, by the way, it's a 340 start tomorrow, right? Labor Day start. If nothing else, tomorrow feels important for Rich Hill to give them you know, four or five innings of keeping the Padres in the game or whatever it is, four innings, just keep them in the game. Just keep them in the game. Let these bats continue to be good um, like they've been here recently. Like the fact that it's a day game, to be honest with you. I feel like the ball has traveled a little bit here the last couple of days into September. And, 
you know, the way they've won the last couple of days is kind of the way they've won actually this year. It's like when they win, they win by multiple runs. When they lose, they lose close games. And that's what's happened the last couple of days. You know, you go back to today, 4 nothing Padres win. Um, let me, was it 6-1 on Saturday? 6-1 Saturday, Friday, 7-3. I mean, look at that. They're the run differential team we've talked about. They have a four-run win, a five-run win, and a four-run win. They've outscored the Giants by 13 runs in the last three games. That's the team they've been. When they win, they normally do so handsomely, so to speak. They normally get out to a lead, although I think they did trail one of these games one nothing after the top of the first inning. That was Friday. Then they scored three in the bottom of the inning. They've been scoring early, three in the first inning on Friday, one in the first inning on Saturday, three in the first inning on Sunday. I mean, that's that's the way to win if you're the Padres. Um, so can they get out in front? Because when they do, they win a lot of games. And when they fall behind early, they lose a lot of games. So they got to be front runners here in September. And that's the way they have started this month by winning, again, each of the last three games against the Giants, who, again, had so much to play for this weekend. And that's where you give the Padres credit for matching and uh, you know taking care of business the last three days. Um, do you want to remind our viewers, as I always do, about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show, the great Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's been with us since day one. That is over two years. Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance is a great insurance agent. How do I know that? He's my insurance agent. Homeowners, earthquake, life insurance. I've got three policies through Mark. He has saved my family thousands of dollars. First of all, he'll save you hundred, hundreds on your on your uh, policy. And if you ever have a claim like we did last year here where we needed all new flooring and we had to like get a place outside of our place and he took care of all that, he put us up. Um, he saved us so much time and money, so much time and money a year ago. He's a great insurance agent. He's a lifelong Padres fan. He's a San Diegan, native San Diegan. Here's his website. Click the link in the description down below to get to the site. You can get a quote online for free. Auto, home, business, life, runners, whatever it is, you can call him. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about saving money on your insurance as well. Before you're a new call, Mark, you can save you $750 or more. If you're looking for information on a new policy, the first person you call is Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. And again, if you support our work, if you support this channel, please support our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show. That is Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There was something I saw earlier today from... A baseball reporter, I think is the way to put it, Hector Gomez, um, who tweeted out after the Padres won 4 nothing, the Padres are still alive. And then someone replied to Hector and said, are they still going to extend Juan Soto, Hector? That's what Joseph said. And he said the talks are going very well. And Hector has been a bit of an insider before when it comes to guys like Tatis, um, he's commented publicly on Soto before as well. He may have on Machado too, I forget. But Hector Gomez saying, after today's win, the talks are going very well. Take it for whatever it's worth. Social media, Hector Gomez, right? Not Jeff Passan. But someone just asking him randomly, are they going to extend Juan Soto? And he says, the talks are going well. Interesting. Because there's all kinds of theories on Juan Soto. What's gone wrong? Well, what's going wrong is he's homer in three consecutive games. And after... A really, you know, bad August. Um, you look up, and I'm going to click right now on Soto. I think he's got 28 home runs. Is that right? 28 home runs for Soto. 893 OPS. So pushing 900. Again, for the Padres at Petco, is a very good year. Um, 28 homers, 84 RBIs. I don't know if he gets to 100. They could use him getting to 100. If you want to see a team go 20 and 4 down the stretch, 16 RBIs from Juan Soto in 24 games would be nice. 
Um, but he's going to hit 30 home runs. He's going to have 90 plus RBIs. Hopefully, we'll have an OPS over 900. And you know, there's been all these theories. Do you move him in the offseason? Does that give you payroll flexibility? Does it allow you to improve your roster for 2024 and beyond? Or could they possibly extend Juan Soto based on the way this team has played over the last year plus? Well, you know, they were in an NLCS last year. Yes, this has been a down year, no question about it for the team, but we don't really know the motivation right now of Juan Soto. Is this the spot he wants to be in? Um, is he going to see it out into this walk contract year to try to elevate his prospects for, you know, a big time contract? Is he going to settle for 375 million, 400 million? Is he going to hold out for 400 plus? Um, still to be determined, something to keep an eye on. I found it interesting that Hector mentioned that here today on social media about his future um, this is interesting. I see this in the chat. Soto or Snell, long-term. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's a really good question, isn't it? I mean, obviously starting pitching you would think is more valuable. But, of course, Blake Snell hasn't always been the pitcher that we've seen here over the last four months. We've seen him struggle in a Padres uniform. We've also seen him pitch to an elite level like he did when he won a Cy Young back in 2018. So, you know, here, here's the thing with Snell. The contract terms are nowhere near the Soto term. Soto's 10 plus years. Soto's 350 million plus. Snell is more like four or five or six years at somewhere between 20 and 30 a year. So they're not comparable, but they both, you know, are significant, significant moves where you can't miss on something like that. You can't miss on Soto. You can't give him 400 million and have him not be the player that you hope he is. You can't miss on Snell and have 2023 be the aberration, and he just has you know average or above average years in four, 24, 25, 26, 27, you get the point. Um, I think either here long-term is a win. I mean, you're talking about one of the best hitters in baseball, no matter what you think about Juan Soto. You know when he leaves here, he's going to be one of the best hitters in baseball. And you're talking about one of the best pitchers in baseball right now, and Blake Snell. Now, the difference is Soto is under control through 2024, and Blake Snell is not. So if you sign Snell, you'd have both for at least a year. If you sign Soto, you'd have just Soto because Snell potentially then walks after um, 2023. But it's an interesting point there from one Cav scout. Profar, Profar factor. Sign him to a minor league deal and don't lose. Rosters expand. Padres don't lose. Um, who knows what the reason is? One series against one team, one good weekend – at Petco Park, can they turn it into one good week at Petco Park right now against the Phillies? Phillies are a tough out. The Phillies right now are a tough out, motivated team. Bryce Harper, good starting pitching, very capable lineup, positioned obviously to make the postseason. At the very least, they will be in the postseason, likely as the top wild card. But uh, there's not really a scenario at this point, I guess, if they went completely in the tank. But in all likelihood, the Phillies are going to be in the postseason here in um, 2023. And they're, they're trending in that direction. Um, five and a half games up again on the final wild card right now in the National League. I'm um, trying to think about what else here has gone on over the course of the weekend. 
you know, just big picture stuff as well for the Padres. I think coming out of Thursday, you're thinking, when are we going to hear from Scyther? When are we going to hear from Preller? What does their future look like? What about Bob Melvin? All of a sudden, you kind of put it off for a couple of days based on what they did this weekend. You say, well, Friday night's just one game. No big deal. Saturday, just two games. Not a big deal. And you win today, you know, behind Seth Lugo, and you're like, three games, you know, and they made up three games in the wildcard standings. That's so rare to do when you're chasing multiple teams. But the way the the math worked there, it's like, yeah, you didn't gain on everyone three games, but you gained on that final spot to get it to five and a half games. Um, so, you know, again, it just, of course, it's not likely. Is it unlikely? Yeah, absolutely. But it's something to talk about. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, is there anything even to play for in September? Well, maybe. If they can play as well as they've played all year, if they can play as well as they've played all year, then maybe what you fear is what's to come. Phillies, Astros, Dodgers, where I'm basically telling you, uh, who disagrees with me? Seven and two, right? Over the next nine games? Not impossible, but at that point, you're 10 and two over 12, and you do it against pretty good baseball teams. So does anyone disagree that they got to go seven and two over the next nine games to have at least an outside shot to do it. I don't think six. I mean, six and three, what is that? Even if everyone went five and four or worse, you're making up a game. You'd be four and a half out with 15 to play. That that to me seems like a tall task. So I'm thinking seven and two or better to at least have something to talk about for the final 15 games of the regular season. I think six and three, you're then asking for like that 14 and one finish or, or something along those lines. And that to me seems even harder, like 14 and one over 15 games seems harder. Even if it's against bad competition, seems harder to me than going seven and two against the Astros, Phillies and Dodgers. Maybe I'm a fool, but it just seems harder. And we know we've played this game before. Dodgers can crush our souls, right? Astros could do it in Houston potentially. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But again, you kind of never know. And this thing would have been completely over with one additional loss, I would say, right? Because you're five and a half, but if you were six and a half. Now, you could also argue if they would have won a couple of games in St. Louis that they blew leads in. They gave up back-to-back walk-off winners to the Cardinals. Think about that. If they held on to those two games, they'd be three and a half games out right now. Is that not the craziest thing you ever heard? If they held on to those two Cardinals games, and that's not like that was forever ago. That was the three games before, or excuse me, the game before the Giants series. So if they would have held on to those two games, eighth inning lead, ninth inning lead, they'd be three and a half games out, despite the ridiculousness of this um, of this season, where they're right now eight games under five hundred. So again, you know, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to hype it up. I'm trying to give you reasons to hope. I'm trying to give you reasons to believe, even though you know it's few and far between, and it's not going to be easy, and the hurdle remains extremely high extremely high for the Padres with uh, remarkably just 24 games to play. That's right. 24 games remaining. Um, okay, guys, while we have a moment, I do want to remind you about our friends at Aura, ORA.organic. They have been a longtime partner of ours here on the wrap-up show. ORA.organic can get 10% off your first order. This is a plant-based nutritional supplement company based right here in San Diego offices in Liberty Station, their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan and a big-time supporter of our work and this channel. 
If you're looking to get healthier, you need to do so with Aura by clicking the link in the description down below. You'll get to their website, which is on screen right now. I take their probiotic every single day, have for nearly two years. It's an amazing product. I take two probiotic pills every single day from Aura for heart health, digestion, mental health, and more. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after workouts. These are all plant-based. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take the omega-3 from Aura. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and much, much more. You can shop by clicking the link in the description down below. Everyone's trying to get healthier. We'd love it if you supported our work, another local Southern California business that supports the wrap-up show. So if you're looking to get healthier, yourself, your family, your friends, check it out, ORA.organic. Click that link in the description down below. You know, it's funny how baseball works because we, we touched on this a little bit. It's like, well, you lose Cronenworth. You're like, well, that there goes everything. Not that he's had a good year. Or you lose, you know, Musgrove and say, there goes the season. You lose Darvish. Well, certainly there goes the season. Uh, Suarez, 10 games. How many more games is he out? Is it six or seven still? And um, yes, you can win a couple of games. And that's what they did over the last three days against the Giants. Now, is it going to mean anything? Only if they continue to do this against the Phillies. But it, it's not as easy to say. And we've said this all year. It's not like you just be like, well, they got Machado and Bogarts and Tatis and Soto, so they're going to win. And they don't have Darvish and Musgrove and Cronenworth, so they're going to lose. It doesn't work like that. There's no straight line. I mean, even the A's this year rattled off seven consecutive wins at one point. It's not like the best team always plays the best baseball or the worst team always plays the worst baseball. And to an earlier point uh, that was made by Carlos, it's like almost like when, when the season was lost, they're like, you know what? Let's just play loose and free. And it feels like that's happened a little bit over the course of the weekend. Just kind of blow out wins, large leads early. Hold on to them. Giants have threatened. They've they've had base runners. They've had two on two out situations, trailing by two, three, four runs over the last three games. The Padres have gotten out of those spots. So it's kind of funny how that works. My big question is going to be: What happens the next time the Padres are trailing two nothing or down five four in an eighth inning? Can they get a key signature win in the midst of this stretch to give them a level of belief? Again, that doesn't mean they're going to make the postseason. But can they on Monday against the Phillies overcome a 5-4 deficit? Can they overcome a 3-0 deficit in the second inning? Because I think you do something like that where you're not just playing from out in front. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, we've done this multiple ways. And now we've got our fourth consecutive win. Or the way we picked up our fifth consecutive win was with a ninth inning rally, right? Like they're going to need something of substance to really believe that they're capable of just playing good baseball down the stretch. Now, will it be enough? As we've talked about for 35 minutes, nobody has any idea. I mean, truth be told, they can't even guarantee themselves the postseason by winning 24 consecutive games. I mean, they'll be in. Right? I mean, I'd be surprised if they weren't. Um, but if someone closes like 19-5 and five and you go 24-0 and 0, and one of those four teams in front of you goes 19-5, and five, you're going home, as stupid as that sounds. So you can't worry about going – I mean, that's stupid. They're not winning 24 consecutive games, which would be 27 consecutive games, obviously. But can they make it four, five, six in a row? That's really the only question right now. And can they get some sense of belief in that clubhouse where they can somehow turn it on for the final month of the season and at least make it interesting for Padres fans, make it something we want to throw on during the NFL and college football season in the middle of September? 
And I'm not going to say that I'm going to be fooled. I mean, we, we all already know who they are. So I'm not exactly counting on that happening. But I'm just saying, can they do it for us? Are we asking for that much? They're at home the next three days. Can they cap off a really good homestand by winning two out of three from the Phillies? Or dare I ask for a sweep against a Phillies team that comes in red hot? Right. Um, okay, here. Let's see. What else is going on right now in the chat? Again, if you're here, please subscribe. If you're here, appreciate the super chat. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. It's hard for me to keep up with the chat. Um, trying to see here what else is kind of transpiring. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I think there is, Murray. I mean, is there any doubt Snell's the front runner for the Cy Young? Yeah, I don't think it's some guarantee. He does lead baseball in ERA at 2.5 right now, but he's you know also pitching for a team that's eight games under 500. I don't think he'll get benefits of the doubt from all voters. I think there's pitchers that have had comparable years, maybe not better years, that are probably on better teams. So this isn't going to be some unanimous or you know 29 first place vote type season. I wouldn't think for Blake Snell. I guess it could be if he makes you know four or five more starts and they're all six scoreless innings or whatever it could be down the stretch and he's really pitched beautifully he, he really has he's had as good of a year as he's had since 2018 but yeah i don't know if he's the front runner he is a front runner he's absolutely a front runner um and he's fully capable at this point of winning the national league cy young which is incredible for a team that's likely on the outside looking in right to win a cy young and to never seriously threaten for a wild card spot in the second half of the year would be something i wouldn't have counted on or predicted if someone would have told me heading into the year the Padres are going to have a Cy Young award winner on the team there isn't one person here watching live or on replay that would have thought they weren't in the postseason there's just not one person that wouldn't have thought that they would be in the postseason if they had a Cy Young award winner on their team not to mention a closer with his sub one ERA it, it's weird where it's gone wrong obviously offensively they have not been able to sustain Obviously, they've been among the worst clutch hitting teams in baseball. They've been terrible in one-run games. I want to say they're still something like 6-22. and 22. Their bullpen has let them down. There's no question about it. They have blown late leads. That has absolutely been a storyline this year. So it's, it's easy to dissect it and see where things have gone wrong. But if someone would have told me Cy Young Award winner on this team and they'd finish under 500, like, what on earth happened? How is that even possible because the truth is the Padres still have real work to do to finish this season at 82 and 80 over 500 uh, 82 and 80 takes a 17 and 7 finish 81 and 81 takes a 16 and 8 667 finish which would actually be a 19 and 8 finish based on winning three straight here against the Giants so nothing easy nothing easy at all about getting to 500 or getting over 500 but um, possible possible Likely, unlikely, postseason extremely unlikely, obviously, despite the fact that it, it it's a bit of a mirage. Like five and a half out, it's not 10 and a half, but it's four teams that you're chasing. Four teams are five and a half games better than you. You're going to need nights where all four of those teams lose. And that could happen. But there's also the possibility there's, there's nights where all four of those teams potentially win. So that could happen as well here. Uh, down the stretch, down the stretch here in the uh, in the month of September. So you know, looking ahead though, the pitching matchups you got: Taiwan Walker, Rich Hill. You've got 
Pedro Avila pitching game two of this series against the Phillies, and that's going to be who is it? Michael Lorenzen pitching game two. He's had a nice year, eight and eight, the three seven three. And then Wednesday, you're seeing Zach Wheeler ten and six, three six two against Michael Walker, who's been great, obviously. So, you know, I'm trying to look at this. I, I think Padres will be dogs with Rich Hill on the mound tomorrow. They, I don't know, could be even money ish Tuesday. Avila Lorenzen and even money-ish, Waka Wheeler would be my guess for Wednesday. Just got to find a way to get at least two out of the next three. Just got to find a way to get at least two out of the next three and at least make it interesting for another few days. Um, and again, maybe benefit from from teams in front of you losing. But again, this is this is a very tall order. This is a very tall order uh, for the Padres here down the stretch. And saying anything else would be, you know, wouldn't be truthful to say that it's not a tall order. And again, have, have I said before, hey, We'll talk about, you know, we've basically written this team off until they get to 500, but here's the thing. I mean, we're talking about every single night. So the truth is the truth. They've won three straight. They're still mathematically alive. As slim of as slim as the odds are, they're still, as we sit here right now, mathematically alive. Um, do you want to remind our viewers about our partnership with uh, Underdog Fantasy? The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is at Underdog Fantasy.com. NFL season is here, folks. Thursday night, NFL opener. You can play. NFL drafts, fantasy drafts going on right now at underdogfantasy.com. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. It really is. All you have to do is draft. They take care of the rest. There are no waivers. There are no trades. They have MLB drafts for tomorrow going on right now, starting at just $3 per draft. NFL drafts going on for this week, starting at $3 per draft as well. Then the pickums that we've told you about, they've got this featured pickum going on right now where they're basically giving you a pickum win. Will Patrick Mahomes throw for a half yard on Thursday night or more? I think so. You can go with a higher. You pair that with one other higher or lower across all sports, including Major League Baseball, and you can win. So now is the time to sign up at underdogfantasy.com. With the NFL season about to get underway, use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Um, let's see here. What else guys, anything else you want my two cents on before we get out of here tonight on this Sunday night should have shows for you throughout the course of the week. Jim will be back in the middle of the week. Um, if they win tomorrow, they'll have done something they haven't done this year. That'll be a fourth consecutive win. And again, they'll continue to keep some pressure on teams in front of them. So can't look beyond it. Got to win tomorrow. And got to get a good outing from Rich Hill, whatever that means. Doesn't have to go six innings, but when he leaves the game, Padres need to be, you know, even or ahead or certainly within a run when Rich Hill leaves the game. And Rich Hill's left a lot to be desired. If there's ever a time that we could use, you know, four or five good innings from Rich Hill, it would be tomorrow afternoon on Labor Day at 340. That's how I look at it. Uh, yes, Stephen. Yes. Uh, what do we have? Uh, Modern day down in Chula against Lincoln. So huge game. Huge game. I'm going to do color for this game on Thursday. Jonathan Rifkin's going to do play-by-play. Um, 
so yeah, looking forward to it. have a game Thursday, which is um, Padres off day. So it works out perfectly because that game is on your view. So we're doing a handful of those throughout the course of uh, the fall here in San Diego. So looking forward, looking forward to that. Um, you know, outside of that, We'll join you. You know, the plan would be probably tomorrow night around 9.30, even with it being a 3.40 game. Tomorrow night around 9.30, no show. John and Jim tomorrow with it being Labor Day, but we will be back Tuesday. Please join us on John and Jim Tuesday, 3 p.m. Weekdays, San Diego Sports 760. We'll be, uh, we're streaming, by the way, John and Jim. We're streaming John and Jim. We'd love, if it, uh, we'd love it if you did subscribe to that brand new channel. If you click that link in the description down below, you can get to our brand new John and Jim channel. We have weekday daily three to six Pacific content talking tons of Padres baseball. As you guys know, if you're looking for even more Padres baseball discussion, click the link in the description down below. We're talking even more Padres baseball on the John and Jim YouTube channel. Um, And Murray, I'm not going to go off topic, but if you do want my San Diego state channel, which I just did a show for about 45 minutes before this show, um, find it search for the Aztec wrap up show on YouTube. If you want my San Diego state, Aztec channel search for the wrap-up show Aztec wrap-up show on YouTube please subscribe to that as well big game this weekend San Diego State and UCLA Uh, Miles appreciate it really do appreciate you hanging out Um, Rich yep just did a wrap-up show right before this for about 40 or 45 minutes so um, plenty more content for you coming up over the course of the week let's let's just cross our fingers and hope the Padres can Come on, make it interesting for a few days. Come on, rattle off five straight. Make it interesting. Keep some pressure on. Don't do what we've seen them do before. Win three straight, lose a game. Can't win four in a row. Have a good series, followed up with a bad series. Win this series against the Phillies. Are we asking for that much? Go win a series against the Phillies. Stay mathematically alive. Put some pressure on the teams in front of you and allow us to dream for a couple of more days. That's all we want to do. We just want to have some hope for a few more days. I don't want this thing to be fully finished on September. What's tomorrow? Fourth. Give us another week. Give us the best week of baseball that you've played all year. Are we asking for that much? Maybe. Potentially. Um, all right, guys. Please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for me. Really do appreciate that. Whether you're here live or on replay, follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We really do appreciate those. Um, And again, if you'd like to become a member, click the join button down below. Thank you to our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. If you have insurance needs, click the link in the description down below. Thank you to Aura. If you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic, or click the link in the description down below. And again, football season is here. The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is at underdogfantasy.com. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100 by using promo code PODSWRAP. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A. A P. All right. Until tomorrow night, my name's John Schaefer, and you've been watching the wrap up show. Thanks, guys. Be well. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.